0: And as he gets back into the car, he looks over and he sees, uh, Keith, uh, just kind of looking at him with a quizzical look. He's like, don't fucking ask. All right. Uh, I've, I've had some dealings with cactus people before they're good people. They're generally, they don't like violence all that much. And so it didn't seem right. I wasn't questioning you. I just find it pretty shocking that you're capable of such extreme violence. And then you stop to help children. He goes, yeah, well. It's usually the, uh... The arrogance. It's the... Ambition of powerful people. It never hits them. It only hits the innocents. And usually the kids first. Hmm. I think I understand you a little bit more than I did before, came, Because that's great. Because I don't have a fucking clue what I'm doing. Come on. we got gonna go scout this out. I said it's about a day away. Figure we, uh drive on by the southwest uh, maybe half a day wait for nightfall find a good camp keep yourselves dark uh, disguise the car and then probably proceed on foot and they're gonna have a Ford base of some sort she goes okay now I'm gonna follow your lead on this really you're not gonna give me shit why would I give you shit you are very different than Tawny so uh, now with all that Um, we are going to take a quick pause. All right, so as a, let's see. All right, let me go back through my notes here. So as the cactus people, uh, get their mechanical horse back up on the road. Uh, and as Yakim and Keef uh, begin scouting out their way, I'm going to move the Fate or the uh, Chaos Factor down to five. Um, let's see here. So, Threads List. We are much closer to. Finding the CS, okay, all right, so as part of finding the CS, of course, i will eventually have to report back in, all right, so. Chaos Factor down to five. Um, let's start with, we assume that the the rest of the trip is going to be trying to find this forward operating base. At least it's what we hope it is, we don't know yet. Uh, so I'm gonna roll on the fate chart as they travel towards the southwest. That's a three, so it's below. Um, and that is a slightly altered scene. So let's see. Forty-two. Oh, that's that's the wrong thing to roll. Um. Doop, 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 doop. Sorry, I was just distracted by some text messages here. Oops. Oh. Scene adjustment. Increase in activity. Okay. Let's find out the meaning of the activity. 54. Interestingly. 49. Interestingly juvenile. Okay. Interestingly juvenile. I'll say... Um, what do I say? Oh, oh, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Interestingly, juvenile. Let's go look at another table. Um, locations, gods, terrain, undead, visions. Scavenging results, smells, yeah. Ninety one strong, eighteen strong, disagreeable, and juvenile. So, uh, as they continue driving, suddenly they just kind of like. Uh. All right, what the fuck is that? Uh yeah, he notices and uh yeah, they both do. They both notice um that there is a series of latrine pits. Uh, and a small sign spray painted over that says, um, what does it say? Uh, it says, DBs eat for free. The, uh, let's see. Says DBs eat for free. Uh, the small placard, of course, just gets kind of like a a look of disgust um, from Keefe and Yuki. Just kind of looks through it and just like, oh, fucking classy. We're on the right way, but uh, yeah, you know, fucking kids. That's who they recruit. They get him out of the Cheetown burbs or anyone from, you know, farming communities or whatever. Sometimes they actually start, you know, just gathering up like farmhands, kids, whatever. It's never the rich old ones who go to war. We only send the young and the poor, don't we? And Keefa. No, it sounds like you have some experience with that. Was that the way for you? Yeah, kind of. I thought I was volunteering for the right reasons. Let's not get into that right now, though. All right. <clears throat> but at least I know. Um, at least I know we're heading in the right. Direction here. Yeah. Only fucking classes like that. Well, let's keep going then. Uh, and so, for the next couple of hours, they uh, start driving until Yakeem uh, looks up, sees that the sky is starting to get a little dark. He's like, hey, I think this can be a good spot for us to pull over and have the car. And so, um, they get out. Yakeem throws that tarp that he had had before the. Uh, um, yeah, the Sim Van attacked him. Uh, we're going to give him a, well, let's see if she can support. she has a survival check? And, that's right, she does not. So, I'm going to instead give her, let's say she's going to give a stealth roll which is a d6. Uh, She rolls a two, so she doesn't add anything, but she doesn't take anything away. Uh, For him, his survival is a d6 as well. And a four. So uh, he starts quickly all right one second here all right so as uh, as the two begin to set out leaving the car behind yakeem uh, gets uh, let's see here <clears throat> we give them Keem's stealth r- or his um, survival check. A five. I already rolled for that. Never mind. The car is well hidden, uh, and the two some set out <clears throat> as they start making their way through. Uh, Yakeem keeps his uh, his rifle at the ready, not really willing to part with it at this point. And as he starts glancing around, he goes, yeah, unusual they're gonna have a pit like that out here. Either they..." It set up an encampment and moved forward, so we should be seeing some signs of it soon. Uh, It's going to be an easy enough trail to follow. If it's a large enough recon group, then... I think they're going to be packing uh, maybe only a couple of small motorized vehicles, or they may even have a couple power armor with them. We should keep our eyes open. It won't be hard to... uh, It'll be easy to find. And Keefe just goes, so. You mean to tell me that you have fought them before, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'd say that I have. Uh, Kind of pissed us all off. She goes, I really do want to learn about what happened in Newtown. She goes, let's make camp for the night, get ourselves under some cover. We're going to want to keep things quiet as we approach, so if we're going to talk about it, we're going to talk about it tonight. After this, when we set up and start heading out, we got to keep a real quiet approach. Samus Power Armor can hear a whisper from over 600 yards away, and if they've got a UAR-1, well, they may already know we're on our way. She goes, well, we haven't been blown up yet, so I'm going to assume that probably means that they don't. Yeah, or they're just fucking with us. Come on, let's keep going. we got some daylight to burn. They uh, settle down for, for a night's rest, uh, Since both of them only need to sleep for about four hours, they uh, decide that they're going to... Well, let's see here. Uh, Let's see, does he have a battle skill? Oh, he does not, so it's going to be unskilled. Uh, Let's give him his wild die. So, one and a three minus two, so yeah. Um, Keem goes, alright, i got an idea. It's probably a fucking dumb idea, but we could probably have more ground get up real early but you only need to sleep for a few hours right yeah only about three or four yes yeah, I'm here we could just forego a watch keep things dark get complete cover and then uh, wake up in four hours and set out she goes, is that a really good idea what if they approach I'll be honest if they approach at this point then um, well they approach fast and unseen and they're going to catch us unawares anyway uh if we're gonna get i don't think we're close enough to them that that's a real issue though no yeah. okay you you know a little bit better about this than i do so as they uh, bed down uh she goes can you tell me a little bit about newtown I'm, I'm dying to know what happened why why did the jal like burn newtown to the ground And uh, so I'm gonna give her the last persuasion roll. She's really trying here. Uh, That's a two. Yeah. He goes, well, we were duped. We, uh, well, uh, it might be best hearing it from Julian. I I think he'd be interested in meeting you when we get back. Why don't we just hold that story for another time? She goes, ugh, all right. Felt like i was so close to finding out what happened it's like we don't really advertise it for a very good reason but you know what i think uh we get back to this information you're still intent on helping me with my whatever you want to call this then then you can hear the story well that assumes that we're going to survive through the night so here's hoping right and as uh they go to sleep uh, let's see, Chaos Factor fifty-fifty. And so, as Yakim dreams, his mind just begins to lock on to the story. And we uh, we go into Newtown. We go into the Siege of Newtown. The fortress has already fallen, uh, and the JAL is beginning to pick through. Uh, let's see, is Yakim part of the... Group that gets into the secret lab. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was technically I rolled a one, so it's an extreme yes. So uh, we're gonna say he was one of the three teams that gets into the lab. Uh, the um, Ultratech Industries, who had promised the Prometheus treatment, the ability for a juicer to live forever, or at least extend his life out. as Uh, as much as up to 10 years maybe even longer maybe even living a normal life altogether but the truth is so much worse Yakim moving through uh, holding up a um, one of the standard coalition long rifles uh, sweeping through with a flashlight attached to the end Uh, another couple coming through uh, juicers all each one of them including a uh, there's a couple of larger bully creatures, uh, they stand easily about 10 feet, uh, and even for juicers who tend to hit the growth hormone and shoot up their height even more. Uh, all of them wearing the, the collars and harnesses, some of them not even wearing armor at this point, or bits and pieces that they had scavenged off of coalition soldiers. The odd black piece glinting almost like a beetle's carapace, um, Just catching and gathering light as it's been attached and looped through with leather bits just to hold it against the body. Uh, The two larger creatures, known as Ogre, uh, distant relatives of humans and very adept to taking the juicer augmentation. Uh, Each one of them holding what looks like a heavy weapon of some sort. Uh, Plasma rifles, shotguns, assault rifles, anything that could be available. Another one up front. Uh, with two Vibro long swords drawn uh, just begins to push open a door the sizzling of the metal begins to hit uh, as they come into a completely stark white room they can see here that there is uh, harnesses hanging from the ceiling that look almost akin to like the juicer augmentation harness um, and let's see if anybody recognizes it Fifty-fifty. 50 sixty four. Uh no nobody as they started looking around, they What is this place? Well, if I had to guess anything, this is probably some weird fucked up science lab, huh? We should burn it. No no no, no friend, we gotta still find out what's going on here. Nikim kinda of steps into a corner and goes, Hey I think there's something over here. That's the we'll roll That's a 31 uh, He pokes the end of the long rifle against a cabinet and uh, Suddenly there's a squeak I think I got a live one uh, As they pull the cabinet aside this uh, steel piece that obviously would be too heavy just one of the ogres almost picks it up like a kid picking up a toy Shifts it out of the way, the metal, not even screeching against the ground as he just lifts, puts it back down. There's a heavy thud that they all feel through their boots, through the floor. Uh, as there is a scientist just huddled. Um, coat is torn and burned. Uh, and as she just kind of looks up. There is the, um, there's a black armband just above her bicep that shows the uh, white on red skull of the coalition with two lighting bolts behind it. Um she cowers, like no 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 don't don't shoot, don't shoot. I'm just here on um I'm just here I, I was just a scientist, I'm not I'm not armed. And you came Well then if you're not armed you better start talking real fucking quick. What is this? She uh she glances around. You're you're in the you're in uh Ultratex Industries um headquarters. We fucking know that lady. What the fuck is this room she goes um this is where we were testing the Prometheus treatment it requires the occasional change to the biocomp and um we had to occasionally change some of the mixtures to ensure that you could still maintain No, no, no 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 lady I think you need to start fucking hearing me we know the Prometheus treatment isn't about augmenting our lives or stretching it out it's about control so tell me the fuck are you doing why were you trying to control us? Nah, let's see. Does she know? I'm gonna say this is actually unlikely. So this is a thirty-five or lower. And she rolled a twelve. Oh um We don't, we don't entirely we weren't responsible for the developing the technology, you see. It was all um well it was UTI specialists. They they came in and they had their own mixtures, they own their own chemical cocktails. We we were just simply brought down because the brass started telling us that there was a real chance that uh, you might be usable, that might be part of the Coalition's services. <sighs> you mean to tell me the Coalition states trying to develop their own juicers? None? No, we already have those. We were trying to determine if you would be useful. Oh, fuck me. You were going to use us for foot troops for your fucking war, weren't you? Well, I mean, if anybody who wanted to sign up, they were willing. And we were performing the conversion on volunteer basis first. We we didn't know what was in the cocktail, though. And this kind of perks up Akeem's ears. Uh, the ogre comes over and goes, Shall we take her outside and give her to the general? Nikim, you know what, I'm going to give him a roll. I'm going to say it's likely he stops him. Uh, given the fact that we now know that he has a hindrance about shooting uh, unarmed and already surrendered individuals, so I'm going to say it's likely he stops them. 41. Uh, he puts a hand in front of the, the juicer ogre. He goes, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. Look, come here, guys. We're, we're trying to get as much information as we can. You know that Julian right now, he's got blood on his mind. It's the only thing you could see. We take somebody out there with a coalition badge. She's going to shoot her on the spot and then put her brains on for display. Let's find out what she knows first, okay? We could take her in as a prisoner of war. She doesn't need to be hurt. Yakeem, you seem to be talking a lot about saving some coalition, uh, you know, butchers here. you sure you're working on our side? Because don't ever fucking question me. You know what I've gone through. I was there when we breached the doors. I was there when we got our way in. I was there when we assaulted the first UAR. It's like, no. I took the shot against the general. I'm the one who brought down one of the brass. Coalition states wouldn't have collapsed unless I was there with you guys, so don't fucking question me. All right. All right, You got Julian's blessing, so we're not gonna fuck with you right now. But if you turncoat on us, I'm going to slag you right here. Yeah, you fucking try. Come on, stand up. And he uh, gets the the medical practitioner up. Um, she seems shaky, surrounded by these... Uh, everything from tattoos, piercings, mohawks, carvings into the skin. The ogres themselves have taken to branding. Knowing that the skin heals, it just means that they get to brand themselves more. The suspicion is, of course, is that the ogres, as the pain kicks in, then so does the cop, and it's a way for them to maintain the juice as long as they can. Nikim just kind of looks it up and down and goes, you were saying that Ultratech had something else. Why don't you go on and tell us what that was? She goes, I, I... I didn't have clearance, so I don't know what was actually in it, but... Okay, well, I saw... I saw them take... I saw them bring some of the carts out. Fuck, you mean carts? The ones who didn't make it. So, you guys slagged a couple of us. Wheeled us out on body bags or something. I assume that you guys had to crack a couple eggs. How many are you talking? Maybe a hundred? Two hundred? You mean to tell me you fucking killed two hundred juicers and we didn't even notice? Well... In a way, yeah, you see, they're not dead. And as Yakeem begins to wake up in the early morning, just the barest false dawn on the horizon, that heady glow of just light blue and orange signifying that the curvature of the earth is now bending and bringing light from the sun back around to this one particular point on its skin. She came kind of blinks awake the biocomp is now surging him awake his eyes now jerk open just uh, Fuck all right As he goes over to get Keef up uh, Starts putting on some of his additional gear. Um, let's see here. What does he have in the I? Thought he had something more but I'm gonna check that survival pack that he gets no, there is not shit in the NGS2 pack. Survival navigation, trapping and fishing, cold and heat. Nope. <clears throat> Never mind. For some reason, I thought there was something that would help him. So as he, uh, as they set back out, I'm going to try one more roll here. And 81. Okay. Nope. That's on my There we go. They, uh, they push forward, the signs of uh, something being a lot easier. And as they start getting closer, Nakeem uh, spots trouble. So let's see here. Encounters, encounters. Coalition scouting party. Well, I'm gonna roll. Is it a coalition scouting party for a yes or recon and force for a no? It is. Oh, that sucks. Oh, I'm so sorry, Um. Okay. 3D8. and 16 and 2 plus 1 all right i need to start writing these numbers down cuz they represent bad news and a four yep and one u a r one enforcer robot vehicle all right as a oh that sucks so as they begin to approach, uh, there is a sudden just... Uh, Yakeem notices it right away. Uh, and Keef, uh, just a split second behind him, they, uh, they take low profiles, the heavier grass now beginning to hide them. Actually, let's give an idea for the wilderness here. Okay. Let's get to the wilderness table. Caverns, and then we will do that one. I thought I had it. All right, 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 right. Okay, close enough. One day I'll be good at these tables, but right now there's just so many tables. It's so hard to figure out which one's gonna be perfect. And so while I'm trying to do my best, I thought I had them organized with little notes at the top, terrain descriptions. That's what I was looking for. So let's see, Uh, 69, nice again. Primitive, 33, primitive environment. Okay, now let's take a look at Army descriptions, 85, tension, 39, helpful, tension helpful, okay, and then primitive environment, Okay. Uh, okay, I've got an idea here. So <clears throat> we're talking about a primitive environment. The uh they first take their approach, and Yakeem kind of signals and waves over to Keith, uh, points upwards, and she kind of scales her eyes up. Uh, they see the primary head of a giant skull. It is almost looking in their direction, though drifted off slightly. Uh, A massive cluster of um, radar dishes and antennae stick over its left shoulder. Uh, The skull itself doesn't appear to move or turn. And uh, so close that he's practically whispering in her ear, he goes, That's a UAR. It's, a, it's one of their robot vehicles, you know, and I'm not going to, I'm a stage whisper. So he goes, yeah, uh, that thing there's right. That's bad fucking news. If uh, if they've brought one of those as far deep, then they're anticipating uh, fighting with force. We're probably going to find a pretty well entrenched group here. Keith, how do you want to approach this then? Uh, well, we got to get numbers. We gotta get scope layout, how they're hold up, and then numbers of forces. We could probably do this, but it's gonna be difficult. If if even one pilot runs back to that robot, then we're fucked. Well, then we gotta make sure that they don't run back, huh? Yeah, but you can't approach it either. Coalition states they uh, they got those things pretty much wired up just for a handful of pilots. If you don't punch in the right code, then all hell breaks loose. Do you have anything that could take one of those down? Huh. <laughs> yeah, funny. I haven't really had a chance to restock grenades yet. You have any more of them left? I've got two. I had to unwire the booby trap that we set for the black market, but I've got two. It's like, oh, we're going to need a fuck more than two. The best we can probably hope for if that thing comes online is uh, just run. She goes, okay. Okay, so how do we get close? Quietly is how we get close. Yeah, let's see here. His stealth is a d6. All right, and hers is a d8. Hmm. Okay. Now, so is... Oh, shit. She rolled a 2 on her stealth check. Oh, wait. Wrong die. Okay, she rolled a 5 on the correct die. It's good to always check those things. Um, as they they begin to approach low profile as much as possible. Uh, the the land here is uh, it's primitive. So, primarily a lot of undeveloped. Even the... The flat space where they have set up this forward base uh, looks like it had been pushed boulders and rocks. The obvious open areas where they probably used the Enforcer robot vehicle to move boulders just to give themselves some form of wall means that the majority of their forward operating base isn't actually so much a base as it is just a scattering of tents. Ykeem uh, as he just starts looking and monitoring, he... All right. I think if we post up over here, we're going to need to spend probably like the better portion of a day just watching. You good with that? It's like, oh, stay close, stay quiet and just count. Yes? Yeah, it's, that's exactly what we're going to fucking do. They spent the better portion of the day. We're going to give them notice rolls, first Shekims That blows up, which is good. And then tawnies. So she got a four and he got a seven. Uh they spend the rest of the day. Uh Yakeem watching through his scope. Uh he pulls uh or he flips a small lever on the side, and the lens now gets covered up by just barely just a letterbox opening, so that way the light from the lens itself doesn't glint off any of the sunlight. Uh Tawny just kind of uh, crouches down, pulls out a pair of uh, older-fashioned binoculars, non-electronic, just basic magnification, and they both sit there and watch. Uh, It takes them, roll a D12. It takes 12 hours. Okay, so I'm going to make them both roll a fatigue check. So this is gonna be their vigor. Uh, Now, they both get plus two to deal with this so that they both blow up, yeah. So he gets a 16 on his fatigue check. Um, so he stays up and awake no problem. Keith, uh, on the other hand, vigor of a d10. She rolls a 10, okay, yeah, no, there's no point in rolling that. Those two uh, are pretty much just caffeinated junkies the entire time the excitement of what's happening here uh, and as the they start taking count a small scratch pad in front of yakim just begins to calculate and the numbers start going up by the end of it they find that they have 10 basic coalition state grunts um these are just the rank-and-file soldiers, each one of them armed with a long rifle, multiple grenades, uh, and, you know, the heavy armor that the Coalition States likes to send people out in. Um, there is a is two platoons of eight Skelebots, uh deactivated, except for when one would suddenly come online to perform basic menial tasks around the camp. Uh, three dog boys with two size stalkers, keeping them in line, um, them sniffing, taking patrols, Ranging pretty far out there. Uh, the UAR with its two pilots, they seem to be kind of relaxed, probably getting a little drunk. But um, so we need to go to the dog boys themselves because I need to check something here. Because dog boys have the ability to sniff out psionic capabilities. As would actually the uh, stalkers, so we'll see if they were able to get even close enough to detect. Poor Keith here. Alright, so there's my dogfight armor. Nope nothing there. Um, just to be sure, I'm going to check the book because I've got some shortcut cards that I printed out, but they may not tell me everything I need to know. So we're going to go right to the coalition section of the savage foes of North America. Uh, Let's see. $0.13, I'll use a notice roll to detect, okay, all right, and what is their current notice? It's a D8, I'm going to give it, let's see. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask a fade roll. Are they close enough that the size stalker or the dog boys would pick up Keith? It's an eleven. Oh shit! Which means not only is that a yes, we have an encounter. There's a random event that occurs. So let's go to find out. Random event focus table. D100. Uh, 82, PC positive. Okay, okay. Let's go to the meaning tables to try to figure out what the PC positive thing is. Uh, 94, swiftly, 42, swiftly harsh, okay. So, as the two of them are posted up, keeping an eye on this from a long range. momentary encounter. There is a dog boy that just begins to <laughs> hey, I smell something. And the Side Stalker comes over. He goes, And what do you smell, boy? <laughs> I don't know. It's too far. But there's something. The Side Stalker looks up. Closes his eyes, sticks his tongue out, not entirely unserpentine like. And then turns and goes, I don't sense anything. Get back in line. And uh, hits this poor dog boy. Just a little whimpers. <laughs> <sighs> the dog boy stalks off. Its nose still <laughs> in the air, but now afraid to catch the attention of uh, the size stalker because that could have been real bad if they were discovered. So, I'm going to say that is the end of that scene. As they get those numbers, it takes them 12 hours, and in the middle of the night, uh, we're going to... Now, this is kind of a difficult one. The chaos factor, based on the role for the size of the group, this is a much larger group than what Ikeem was expecting, Um, but... uh, They've done really well with some of their roles. They've lucked out on quite a few things. So I'm actually going to keep the Chaos Factor at 5 for now. I would say it would bump down 1 because of the uh, how well they did, but they're still in very grave danger monitoring this large of a group. Uh, just that robot vehicle alone could obliterate them. So we're going to go now, let's see, take a look at the character list do we need to add anything um yeah we're gonna put in for the character list uh let's see is there anyone i need to take off um you know what i don't think the gombi are going to be really that much of an issue i thought they were going to factor in more as they would show up on the list but truth be told Outside of just that one in uh, just that one that was in the junkyard, they haven't shown up again. But in its place, I'm going to put coalition states uh, forward recon. Okay, so now let's see, after 12 hours. We're gonna roll on the Chaos Factor, 10. So, proceeds as normal. Which, whoo, So, <clears throat> the camp begins to settle down for the night. Yakeem, confident in the numbers, looks over to Keith. Uh, she catches his eye. Uh, they both nod, and they both go to make their escape. So I'm gonna give him a stealth roll. One and a three. No, 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 no. This is a thing that gets bennied. That's what I'm talking about. Twelve. Twenty. Now Tawny. Oh, wrong die again. And she's now Keef. So that's a five. Okay. So uh, Keem leads the way. And um, as Keef starts to flag behind just a little bit, she begins to slow down. And he just... Reaches back and just like, no, no time for that. Come on. Uh, And they move forward. Uh, The heavy pace they try to set. Uh, I'm gonna give the dog boys one notice roll. I'm gonna say it's dark, but they don't really care about light. But they do not beat either one of their stealths. By the time they get out of a comfortable range, they get back to the car. Akeem gets in behind the driver's seat. They pull the tarp off. Uh, Vehicle looks untouched. Actually, let's just make sure. We'll roll. Is the car untouched? I'm going to give it a very likely 17. Yeah. Uh, Car is completely untouched. Yakeem pulls back the tarp, uh, wads it up, and puts it back into the back seat. Um, Starts clearing some of the bent over limbs and everything else that's around it just to make sure it doesn't look like something was obviously here and he gets behind the driver's seat and then he just leans forward and puts his head on the steering column and as Keith gets in what exactly is the matter with you? shouldn't we be getting out of here right now? oh this is bad fucking news I wasn't expecting that that, that what we just saw in there Dutch said he wouldn't stand a chance. We got to get this news back to Julian right the fuck right now. His paranoia is right. She goes, "Well, you have a drop point for him." Yeah, yeah I do. All right, let's let's just go. He turns the keys, the ignition kicks up, the uh, car rumbles to life. <laughs> He begins to back it out, leaving the lights on the entire t- or leaving the lights off, of course, the entire time. <clears throat> As they get back on the road, Mckee, every now and then just begins to think uh, and realizing, of course, that the narcotics aren't kicking in, so he is wired behind the wheel. Keith starts taking cat naps in the cars. Uh, so I'm going to give him a, a survival roll, to see if he can find his way. Uh, it's four. Uh, he starts pacing out let's see here is the drop-off point within a day's trip 50 50 it's 30 yes so they spend the next portion of the day driving out eventually the only thing breaking up the sidelines in this area is just one large remaining steel tower Uh, the girders look like they have been welded together over time uh, but towards the top of a there is just one large radar dish. Not even a radar dish, right? It's, uh, it's supposed to be a converted long-range um, radio repeater. And as Yakeem comes up, uh, let's see, does it actually work? 51, oh shit. Just barely, uh, as Yakeem pulls up and takes a look at it and then comes up to the interface panel, uh, some of his experience out here has been starting to show as he comes up and looks at it and pops open the panel, just, oh, fuck. Uh, some jackass has been fucking with it. Oh, we can't use this thing right now. We gotta fix it. And Keith, can you fix this? He goes, oh, I've been learning how to keep the car going, but I don't know how to keep something like this going. Uh, I could try to figure it out. It might take a while, though. It's like, well, as long as buddy comes, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, here's hoping. So, uh, normally I would say this would be a repair roll, which has got a D4 in, but this is also electronics. So, um, I'm actually gonna say it's an untrained, so it's gonna be negative two with a D4. Uh, it's a three and a three. Uh, And he gets to it and he's like, fuck, no, there's no way that I can fix this. I I just don't even know where to start. uh, Mechanics is different, right? Those things repeat. Electronics, uh, shit just goes everywhere. We need to find somebody who can either fix this or we need to go find another spot. She goes, where... where in the fuck would we go find an electrician who's going to come out here and fix a radio repeater in the middle of nowhere a day away from a coalition recon force he goes, fuck well we can either go back to dodge city and get somebody but that's going to be several days and the coalition may move on or we try to find someone local she goes and you know how to do that oh fuck no but we got to try. we got to get this back to Julian. Please join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dying Gain early access to episodes, access to our discord, and just generally help support the show. This game references the Savage Worlds game system, available at Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Content Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual properties of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage worlds, all related settings, and unique characters, locations, and characters. Logos and trademarks are copyrights of Pinnacle Entertainment Group.